Dooku held for ransom. After escaping capture by Jedi Knights Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi, the villainous Count Dooku fell into the clutches of pirates led by the brigand Hondo Anaka. Eager to get custody of Dooku, the Republic agreed to pay Hondo a hefty sum in exchange for the Sith Lord. But Anakin and Obi-Wan had not counted on the treacherous cunning of Onaka and his band. Oh, ho, ho. greetings once again, Bucketheads. Vevar Tigar? Welcome to the 37th Jedi Drugging episode of MandoVision, Nargai Tom. And thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media. Mando, uh, oh boy, at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. And other people too, you know, strangers that you just met on the street, people in the coffee shop, wherever. It's okay. And if possible or so inclined, uh, head over to Apple iTunes, if you're listening on that platform, and give us those sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. Those help small independent podcasts like us stand out and not get lost in the shuffle of so much great content out there. Remember, we are part of the 3BZ network of podcasts. Head over to 3BZine.com. You'll find tabs of all the shows on the, on the, on the network. That includes Beer Night in San Diego. Our pop culture-centric podcast, the TomCast podcast, a lot of time on Marvel shows right now. We've been talking about WandaVision a lot over there, and we're gearing up for talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier, so get ready if you're a Marvel head. Also, we have a store envy page you can check out if you want to support support the shows with some, by buying some sweet, sweet merchandise. Sorry for the lots of S's there. All right. Oh, boy. So what do we, we have a good show for you today, I think. I hope you guys are looking forward to this one. Uh, we're kind of picking up where we left off with Hondo Onaka and, uh, and and Dooku in his custody and Obi-Wan and Anakin about to be in his custody. We'll talk a little bit more about how that all shook out uh, once we kind of begin the show proper. But I just want to kind of give a little heads up right now. Um, I, I, I uh, Over the weekend, uh, I, I chipped a tooth. And uh, that wasn't a lot of fun. And it has not been a lot of fun since. Uh, it's not painful in any sense. I didn't... I didn't chip it and expose a nerve or anything like that so uh it's, it's not painful in that sense uh, uh it's painful in the sense that uh the tooth is now has a has a, a a jagged sort of edge on the back side of my of my teeth and uh so my my as i talk more and more uh, my tongue continues to uh hit up against it and basically i'm stabbing myself every time i talk it's not a lot of fun but we have a podcast to do and and we have i have great content to share with everyone so so we persevere and we carry on uh but if my voice starts to get a little weird or if it sounds like maybe uh I, i'm not articulating in the in my normal fashion it might be because i have uh, gouged my tongue and maybe there's blood dri- dripping on my mouth uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes but hey this is the way right we we have a podcast to do and we stop for nothing we 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 do not pause we push on just like the clone troopers would we push on we will not be defeated we will not stop here chipped tooth or not <laughs> a chipped tooth I, I i mean if you're not if the, if the root's not exposed right like if you know like it can't be that big a deal right except for when you're every time you talk you stab yourself in the tongue it's not a lot of fun but we carry on 
And as we carry on, get ready, because we have to do something first before we can start the show proper. You know what time it is. It's time to strap on your buckets. Let's go. It's bad enough we have to be in the same cell. But could you at least spare me the sound of your constant chatter? And while I hold my tongue, the two of you will devise a brilliant strategy for getting off this godforsaken planet? Yes! Excellent. Alright, now that our buckets are secure, we can begin the show proper. We are here today to discuss Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 1, Episode 12, The Gungan General. That's right, I think you know what that means. Jar Jar's back, baby. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up for a, a Jar Jar Binksian level ride. Uh, this episode originally aired January 9th, 2009. The plot of this episode, while negotiating Count Dooku's ransom, Anakin and Obi-Wan are taken prisoner. The Jedi and Sith form an unlikely alliance in a bid to escape with Jar Jar Binks as their only hope. There you go. This episode is directed by Justin Ridge, written by Julie Siege, Scott Murphy, and Henry Gilroy. Our voice talent this episode. Uh, introducing, I should say, to the Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars canon in this episode, B.J. Hughes takes over the role of Jar Jar Binks, and I think B.J. comes back for a handful more episodes. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it right off the bat, uh, B.J., uh, his Jar Jar is not, uh, um, well, it's not Ahmad, Ahmad Best, so it, it, it sounds very different. Uh, I, maybe very different is a strong word, but it sounds different enough that it, it is noticeable that, that Jar Jar has a new voice actor in this episode, and uh, like I said, I believe he comes back for three more episodes before Ahmed Best returns uh, later in the run of Clone Wars. So, B.J. Hughes as Jar Jar in this episode, Matt Lanteris as Anakin Skywalker, James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, D. Bradley Baker as the Clone Troopers, and Pirate Guard number two, Jim Cummings once again returns as Hondo Onaka, Corey Burton as Count Dooku, Senator Karras, and Pirate Guard number one. Greg Ellis takes on the role of Turk Falso, who we'll talk about in just a moment. Ian Amercrombie as Chancellor Palpatine. Catherine Tabor as Matt Adme, uh, <laughs> Padme Amidala. Tom Kane is our narrator. And David Accord is Piff Muckmuck, which is our, our Wakandian monkey lizard. You know him well from last week's episode of the show. Uh, this week's Jedi fortune cookie, fail with honor rather than succeed by fraud. And, and the basis, basics of this episode, Binks is back, baby. Buckle up. I say it again. Buckle up. Get ready for a... a, a, a... The madcap adventures of Jar Jar continue. Let's just put it that way. So let's, let's talk about the opening of this episode right away. Because, I, uh, you know, when we closed out last week's show, I was like, oh, hey, Obi-Wan and Anakin, they switched the drinks. Nothing's going to happen. Uh, and apparently I wasn't paying enough attention to what was going on around them as that camera was pulling back. And we see a couple of Weequayan pirates passed out on the floor. Um, I just assume they're drunk. But then you kind of get to that, that shot of the waitress kind of like swirling the, the jug of, of ale or, or mead, space mead, <laughs> whatever the heck it is, that brew, that pirate brew that they're all sucking down. Uh, because this episode opens up with our with our Jedi's in a prison cell, wrapped up with Count Dooku, uh, and I, I suppose looking back on it now, because I trust me when when I opened this episode and I saw them in the cells, and I was like, wait a second, what the heck happened here? I don't remember this. Um, I had to go back and I rewatched that that closing shot, and I suppose what we are supposed to be inferring from that is that uh, Hondo. Uh, expecting the, the Jedi to be suspicious of him, uh, drugged all the drinks and, and, and rendered all of his, all the pirates and the Jedi 
who were drinking uh, uh, in a in a uh, unconscious state. So that when Anakin and Obi Wan awaken, and in in a cell, this is what we are supposed to have inferred. And I, you know, I I own it. I sort of missed that. You know, like I said, you you only saw a couple of Weequains pass that around him. I just thought they were drunk. <laughs> I was like, oh, those Weequains can't handle their liquor. That was wrong. I was wrong. I got nothing else to say about that. Sorry about that. Hopefully, you guys weren't yelling and punching your your devices as I was 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 being wrong in last week's episode. I'm I'm only human. I'm a human with a chipped tooth. That's all I can do. I'm so sorry about that. But yep, the cups were drugged. Anakin or Obi Wan says it right off the bat. Like clearly, they were drugged. And this is when they find out they're in a cell with their good friend Count Dooku. And we could hear a little bit of of the the sort of back and forth between them as we, as we led into this segment here. So what I wanted to play next right off the bat is is basically the scene right after uh, uh, Anakin and Obi Wan and Dooku realize they're they're kind of uh, bound together and, and have to try and escape together if any of them are going, are going to escape. Uh, we get to, to Hondo's explanation of, of what he's attempting to do and the other the other character that, we're, that we meet in the scene is, is Turk. Uh, and he is a pirate who is going to betray Hondo. And if, if I have one one big gripe about this episode is that I, I really feel like Hondo should have been a little bit more uh, uh, cognizant of, of the of Turk and his uh, motivations and his untrustworthiness. But I suppose in the long run, that's not, I don't know. I guess it's not that big of a deal. I mean, Han, I don't know why Hondo gave him so much responsibility when it came to securing the ransom and, and, and following through on his orders. But hey, you know, Hondo is not infallible, as we, as we will see throughout this episode. But here, check it out. Here's a, it's a funny scene. I like the way Hondo sort of explains his plan. And then uh, he, he makes another... Uh, he makes a funny mention of... of oh, I'll just play it out. Here we go. I told you kidnapping the Sith Lord was a stroke of brilliance. I can almost smell that spice now. It'll be worth twice as much to us on the black market. But I think we could have gotten a bigger ransom from the Separatists. Oh, you fool. Sometimes I wonder why I bother to keep you around. If we tried to ransom Count Dooku off to the Separatists... They would simply send their droid armies here to wipe us out. Now, as my sweet mother always said, Son, if one hostage is good, two are better. And three, well, that's just good business. <laughs> how much do you think they'll fetch? Don't you worry about how much. You'll get your cut. Just see to it that the Republic's ransom gets here. Once we get the ransom for the Sith, then we'll get the ransom for the Jedi. Thank you, Mom. There you go. I like that. I like that whole thing with his mom and the. the I don't know. For some, it, it sort of rang as like the. Um, it re- sort of reminded me, I should say, of, 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 of like, Ferengi advice that Quark would talk about on Deep Space Nine or something like that. So I, I found that rather amusing. But it also kind of gives us a little bit more, a little bit more background on the on the Hondo character, who we are going to see a lot over over the coming run of, of episodes, which is uh, pretty darn interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to more Hondo already. I remember so many of his episodes very fondly, and uh, I hope those memories hold up. And I guess we'll explore that as we get a chow- as, the, as we, the opportunity arises. So in the next scene is where we sort of get the, the, the beginning of, of Turk laying out his plan to double-cross Hondo and take the spice for himself in the small group of pirates that seem to be loyal to him and not to Hondo. So they explain that a little bit. 
they're going to go out and, and, and greet the New Republic forces. I keep saying the New Republic. The Republic forces that, that are coming uh, to, to negotiate for the, the, the release, the turnover of their prisoner, Count Dooku. Uh, which is when this is when we get a communique from course between Coruscant and the ship that's coming to Florum, uh, bringing Senator Karras, who will head the negotiation, and Representative Binks. Senator Karras, I should mention, uh, you you another species that we will recognize from Return of the Jedi, specifically in Jabba's palace. Uh, he's a Gran, and uh, you'll distinguish by, by the three eye stalks. So definitely a, a character, an alien species that we've seen. In the original trilogy, which is really really cool, they uh they pop up a lot in the uh, prequel trilogy. Not so much as main characters, but you see them a lot in in the background, uh, in the Senate scenes and things like that. So, uh, getting to meet one of these senators uh, that we, that we may have maybe caught a flash of in Episode One or Two, I thought was really interesting. And one of the things that's really unique about Senator Karras is he has a staff. And if you pay attention to that staff, take a look at that staff, uh, because it is it is very clearly modeled after the Staff of Ra from Raiders of the Lost Ark. He, he, he plants that sucker in the ground, and now he knows where the Well of Souls is. And, and Senator Karras can retrieve the Ark for himself, possibly before the Nazis even find it. And he, he, he bests Indiana Jones, maybe. Who knows what, how that turns out. All right. That's silly. That was silly of me. I shouldn't have gone that way. What are you going to do? But a very neat nod to another, another classic George Lucas film. Raiders of the Lost Ark, one of my one of my all time favorite action adventure movies of all time. I love that movie so so much. Maybe we'll have to do a Raiders of the Lost Ark episode sometime. It probably won't happen, but maybe on maybe on another podcast that I do, <laughs> you can check it out there. Get ready. All right, so it's at this point we we see Turk and his band of pirates within Hondo's band of pirates. Uh, they attack and hit the Republic ship with no in no small part thanks to the the, the misadventures of Jar Jar Binks. Who cannot seem to get his uh, his uh, seat restraints to open up, uh, and he messes with the co-pilot, gets into the cockpit. It's a whole thing. So of course, because of all these distractions, uh, the Republic craft is unable to uh, avoid uh, avoid a hit from the pirates, sending them crashing to the planet surface. At this point, we also see Dooku attempts to engineer an escape for he and his uh, Jedi compatriots you know, bound together as they are. Uh, he uses a, the force to pick up a knife and pick the lock. Uh, I thought it was interesting here that Obi-Wan mutters the line. He doesn't mutter. He says the line outright. He says, most impressive. We've heard it before. We know it best from the, the mouth of, of, of Darth Vader. Uh, so it's, it's interesting to hear Obi-Wan say it, and it'll come back up again later on. Uh, we go back to the crash site now. We find out that Senator Karras has died in the crash. And, uh, yeah, it was that it was, you know it was at this point in the episode that I really sort of uh, decided that uh, I wasn't crazy about Jar Jar's new voice. It was kind of it, it, it didn't grate on me. It just like I said, it, it just is fairly obvious that it's someone else doing the doing the voice work. And and you know I don't know if Ahmed best put them in a position uh, where they had to find someone in a relatively sh- relatively short amount of time, or you know I don't I don't know much about what that what that situation was. And I'm sure the, I'm sure the actor came in and did the, the the best job that he that he could. But it's just it's just it's a different take on Jar Jar, and it's not um, it's not the smoothest of transitions. I I guess I would have to say, 
and and you know again I don't I don't blame uh, uh, B J Hughes. It, it just is what it is. And again, Jar Jar doesn't have a huge role in the show. Um, it just becomes noticeable, and it'll be interesting to see when we get to the next appearance of Jar Jar. Uh, if it sounds more u- what we're used to Jar Jar sounding like, or if it's still sort of like this more more different interpretation of, of, of Jar Jar. And yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, it's at this point that we learn that Turk and his pirates go to recover the spice. Uh, Count Dooku, Obi-Wan, and Annie, at t- their attempt to escape goes badly as they are captured once again. And that's sort of the dynamic of this episode. Um, you know, we cut back and forth between the Jedi and, and Dooku attempting to escape together and what's happening with the clones and Jar Jar and the, the way that the, the pirate's story kind of weaves around those two groups. Um, the, the, the Dooku, Obi-Wan, and Anakin are taken back to their cells. Hondo, be, you know, issues a warning about t- escape attempts at this point. Uh, but it's not to be uh, heated. It won't be heated at all. <laughs> so the Republic forces, they realize now that with Senator Karras uh, dead, that uh, Representative Binks is the most senior field man right now. Uh, they and, and the clones sort of have to follow him, which a couple of them seem leery of. But, you know, what can you do? There's a line, I think it's a little bit later in the episode, uh, uh, where one of the clones says about Jar Jar that he's not as dumb as he looks, which I thought was pretty funny and uh, it made me gave me a good chuckle. That's at this point that we flash back to the cell, and despite Hondo's warning, uh, Obi-Wan uses the Jedi mind trick to to get uh, one of the Weequayan pirates to open the cell so they can escape. And it's at this point when Dooku says, most impressive. Uh, so again, I like the sort of usage of that line coming into play here, as 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 they're sort of like a, a, a force-off, if you will, as, as Dooku and Obi-Wan do different force techniques uh, to, to help aid their escape. Uh, it's at this point that the pirates attack the Republic forces. Jar Jar and the clones hide in a geyser during the fray, and uh, the pirates take the spice. All right, so here we go with, with the Jedi escape attempt number two. I want to play a little clip from this, all right? Here we go. Let's check this out. I just like this has just got some kind of fun banter, uh, some ageism from Anakin. It, it's a whole thing. Let's listen to it. Oh, hurry it up, Dooku. You should be more patient, Master. After all, the Count is an elderly gentleman and doesn't move like he used to. I suppose you're right. I would kill you both right now if I did not have to drag your bodies. All right. And then here we go. Jar Jar had a plan. There, there's these local creatures that are hanging out. They're like these big uh, kind of pack animals uh, that are hanging out around the geysers. And uh, Jar Jar notices that they run away from the geyser whenever the geyser is going to erupt. And it's, it's part of the episode. Uh, so you, you see that Jar Jar does have some useful qualities. He's noticing things. He's helping the clones. And now it was his idea to mount these beasts and use them to chase down the pirates who are on speeders with the spice, the the the, the payoff that would give the Republic Count Dooku. So they are they are pursuing the pirates uh, on these beasts, and it gets into a battle. And uh, the the clone troopers do fair, do very very well getting getting the sort of the jump on these on the pirates, and they are able to recover the spice. Now at this point, we go back to the Jedi escape attempt number two. 
uh, and it leads to a, a, a pole vaulting scene uh, where Anakin sort of leads the way and they attempt to pole vault over this great distance uh, to make it to the outer wall of the fortress. And, and uh, the, the idea, again, they're aided by the force. I get it. I totally understand. But seeing these three uh, uh, beings tethered together and, and pole vaulting together, it was just rather uh, interesting. It's an interesting visual at the very, very least. Uh, and of course, this uh, this escape attempt is also unsuccessful, as 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 Hondo Onaka uh, basically picks them up later on. As as the weak queens on both sides, they're not getting out. It's not going to happen. Uh, so at this point, uh, Turk has talked Hondo into sending out uh, bigger tanks. He's convinced them that the Republic has sent an army to to rescue or to take Dooku by force. They don't know that they have the Jedi prisoners yet at this point. So uh, Turks told, told a bit of a fib, and, uh, and Hondo believes it. So they send out three tanks to uh, destroy the Republic forces. Um, and, you know, it's essentially Turk covering his tracks here, but, uh, but it, it blows up in his face disastrously as, as Jar Jar once again sort of bungles his way into success as he uh, kind of turns himself in uh, to as as like the negotiator for the republic, and and he of course sends the tanks crashing into each other. One of them ends up running into these power lines that the, that the clones had discovered as a way to follow those power lines, and that would lead them to the pirates' base. Uh, so sending them crashing into into the power lines has a really dramatic effect because it's at this time also that our heroes, Dooku back in his cell, but Obi Wan and Anakin are sort of on display and being tortured very publicly by Hondo with these these electro stun cuff sort of situations. Uh, doesn't look pleasant, doesn't look painful. There's a pretty funny line from uh, from uh, from Obi-Wan to Anakin because Anakin is is uh, basically provoking Hondo to to do something. And and Obi-Wan's like, "Hey, that now's maybe not the best time because this is probably going to hurt a lot." And it looks like it does. But as the tank crashes into the power lines, it frees Obi-Wan and Anakin. It allows Dooku to escape from his cell. And, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, the only thing I have to, again, my only, my biggest complaint here is, is, uh, Hondo, uh, you know, buying, buying these lies, that's kind of it. It's at this point here that, uh, Turk and one of his pirates, they're attempting to get out of there, he knows it's only a matter of time now before Hondo figures out that he was lying to him, trying to steal the spice for himself, uh, but because of the power outage and Dooku being freed from his cell, uh, Dooku then quickly kills Turk and the other pirate and takes their ship and escapes himself. Uh, at this point, the clones storm the fort, the base, whatever you want to call it, the hideout of the pirates. The, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin have been, have been doing some damage finally. They, you know, freed from those, from their torture devices, uh, recovering their lightsabers, and that they are generally going to get out of the situation. So here's where it comes to a head, and I, I don't want to play this clip. Again, Dooku has escaped at this point, and we just need to kind of uh, wrap this episode up with like a nice little bow, this nice little two-part pirate episode. Here, here we go. I'll play it from this point right here. I think I think you all will, will, will dig this, these last like moments of the episode. They have, they have, they're holding Hondo back as a, as a prisoner. Start the engines, please. So what now, Jedi? You're going to arrest me? Huh? No. Anakin, release him. What? Captain, you have nothing we want. And since we're not prisoners anymore, you have no bargaining power. What? You so was in bomb bad trouble? Misa rescued you! 
No, Jar Jar, we weren't in any trouble. Let's leave on even terms. Hold, hold! Jedi! After everything, you're just going to walk away? We have no quarrel with you, and we seek no revenge. Indeed. Very honorable, Master Jedi. Oh, Captain. You will find that Count Dooku does not share our sense of honor. And he knows where you live. There he is. Great final shot from Obi-Wan. He knows that he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to pursue justice against against Hondo and his pirates. Count Dooku's going to come for him, and that's that's probably a, a fate worse than anything that, that Anakin and Obi-Wan could do to them. Uh, and that is, is the end of this episode. But not the last time we will see Hondo Onaka. Just wait for the next episode. Well, not the next episode chronologically. But you know what I mean. Hondo's going to be back. He's a... Uh, he, again, Hondo, I think, quickly becomes a fan favorite. And and, and um, he doesn't do his best work in this episode. Like I said, he, he gets played by Turk pretty easily in this one. Um, and, and, you know... This episode, I thought this episode was a little bit harder to rate. Uh, my memories of it were a little fuzzy, and maybe that was to its its benefit because I, d I didn't know really what to expect. It it again, I like the way this ends, um, but sort of like the the way it alternated between like these failed Jedi escape attempts and and the the efforts with the clones and Jar Jar to deliver the ransom for Dooku uh, or the payment for Dooku's, you know turning him over to the Republic. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's fine. It's okay. It, it's entertaining enough. It's amusing enough. Um, but I think by not having as much Hondo in this and having Hondo not quite be uh, quite as uh, charismatic as he is in, in that first episode, this pre the previous episode, uh, I, I think it, it kind of dings the episode a little bit. Uh, they seem to be really interested in the idea of having to make Dooku and Anakin and Obi-Wan all work together uh, to, for the shared goal of escaping the pirates. Um, but again, I don't think that plays out necessarily as, as well as maybe they intended it to. It, it, it I don't know. It, it, there's just something lacking from all of it. There's some sort of um, missing element that maybe would have brought it all together more. Uh, and I don't, I don't quite have an answer for what it should have been. It just seemed like really strange circumstances. It, it was sort of like this this odd couple, uh, you know, team up episode, and it, it sort of works, but it sort of doesn't. I think there's a, a little something missing to it, but I don't know how you all felt about it. I, do do you think I'm way off base here? Was I sort of missing the point on this one? Uh, you know, some of the I really I think the highlights, like other than the quips from from Anakin and Obi Wan about uh, about uh, t towards Dooku. Um, I don't know. It just, I, I think I rather enjoyed the clone stuff more than and even with the Jar Jar factor involved. And again, I don't hate on Jar Jar the way a lot of people do. So again, it's just kind of a, a, a fun, it's a weird episode to kind of rate. It's, it's fun-ish. It's good-ish. But it, there's some quirks to it. I still sort of bump up against that, uh, that opening because I, I really thought it should have been a little bit more obvious if Honda was going to drug everybody in the room. Cause, <laughs> and and not just because I felt like a, like like I messed up, I made a mistake. Uh, I I honestly think it was like maybe just a tad too subtle. Uh, I don't know. Again, do you all agree with me on that, or or am I just was I just not did I, did I get caught not paying enough attention? Maybe that's exactly what happened. 
Now I give this a, a, a six, six and a half, a six and a half on this one. I am. Um, yeah, I guess I just had trouble buying into the, the this, this forced alliance between uh, between Anakin, Obi Wan, and and Count Dooku. It, it it just seemed like I don't know. Like I, if the, if you're gonna force these enemies to work together, it probably should have been more dire circumstances uh, than than just uh, you know being held captive by a group of pirates. Um, and, and you know, and maybe that's just because the pirates weren't menacing enough. That you know they weren't. In actual any any actual danger because they were being held for ransom. They weren't uh, being held in, in in with the the intention of imminent death. So I you know I, I don't know. It it seemed like a odd circumstance. Now granted, I, I they all want to escape. I totally get that. I I hundred percent get that. It just seemed I don't know. It almost almost forced, almost a tad contrived. I'm curious if if you all had the same read on this as I did. Or, uh, or or does it work for you and 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 why and and you know let me know like let me know like maybe what element I'm missing on 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 my my look back at this episode I'm super super curious what you what you all thought of it and if I'm being just maybe a tad harsh on the episode in general so yeah I'm gonna stick to my 6.5 for now but uh I'm open to being persuaded otherwise so talk to me and and uh, and and yeah I'd love to hear from you. Reach out on social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. We do have an email account, by the way. It's MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. So you can find me on that as well. Uh, I, I, just a quick little uh, tidbit. I wanted to drop some some in, some more information on, on everybody. Uh, over, over the past weekend, before I chipped my tooth, uh, I was watching, I rewatched once again uh, the final episode of season two of The Mandalorian. And I think at this point, uh, I've watched that episode... Uh, 52 million times and I uh, I'm still crying at the end <laughs> every time without fail I, I I start sobbing at almost the exact same moments every single time I view it uh, and if you haven't had a chance to go back go back and find the the season two finale review that I, that I did the day of when it when it first dropped and you can hear me sob uh, talking about it, just talking about it made me made me start uh, crying and weeping, uh, in, in in happiness and sadness and all the emotions wrapped up in one. Uh, it's uh, it was slightly embarrassing for me, but I'm not I'm not I'm not embarrassed by it. I own those emotions; they're mine and they're true, and that's all that really matters there. <laughs> so please, by all means, know that the I want you all to know that that episode is still affecting me the same way it did the first time I saw it, and and uh, I am not. I am not ashamed of that. I, I, I cry. I, I, I gently reach up underneath my, my bucket to wipe my tears away because uh, I don't want them to, to damage potentially damage the heads-up display in there that I'm watching the show through. So keep. <laughs> I, I hope you guys are all enjoying uh, re-watching The Mandalorian as much as I am as well still. And with that being said, I think we're going to wrap the show up today. So I want to thank you all so much for listening. Uh, my name is Tom. This is The Mandalorian Podcast. I'm having so much fun making these episodes and it seems like uh like like people are digging them so we're gonna keep cranking them out remember we're 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 on the freeway on the on the autobahn working our way towards the debut of star wars the bad batch on may the 4th and we're gonna keep cranking these episodes out we're gonna get season one done before that happens and and uh it's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait. I'm I'm enjoying cranking these out. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit more work, but it's it's the enjoyable kind of work, and that that is eminently important when you're making a podcast. It's it's 
it's all worth the effort as long as you're still having fun and, and people are digging what you're doing. That's that's the bottom line. I'm having fun and people seem to be digging it. So I appreciate that so, so much. Again, if you're on Apple Podcast, if you can take the time to do a five-star review, that'd be so amazingly helpful. You'd have my gratitude forever and ever and ever. Remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and so many, many more. I think Pandora, I think Amazon is coming soon. We submitted that uh, the other night. So hopefully we'll be on Amazon and Audible, uh, Amazon Music and Audible soon. We'll see how that shakes out. I haven't gotten anything back from them yet. We'll see. How, I don't know how that process works. We'll see how long it takes. But yeah, we're 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 getting the Mandovision view out. We're letting people know what we're up to and how we, the way we look at the Star Wars galaxy, and and all the all the various things that happen within it. There will be a, re- a book review coming soon for the 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 new High Republic series. Can't wait to talk about that a little bit more in depth. That'll probably be a Banthodrax episode. So just just be on the lookout for that in the coming weeks. But in the meantime, uh, just keep in mind, uh, we're going to crank these out. Keep listening to them. Give me that feedback. Let me know what you're enjoying, how you're enjoying these episodes. If you're, if you're going back and re-watching with me, I'd love to hear about it. All right, let's wrap it up again. My name is Tom. This is the Mandovision Podcast. And remember, we can only end this podcast one way. And this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.